Welcome to Kitsubi Kitsu, we're up to some inside the halachas of Isurei Shabbos that aren't exactly melachas. So we're talking about Amir Akum, Sif Yud Ches. When it's really cold outside. Now we learned previously that if someone is even slightly ill, you're allowed to tell a goy to do Isurei Dirabona, not Isurei Diraisa though. If someone is very sick, then you could have a goy do even Isurei Diraisa. So where it's very cold, you're allowed to tell a guy to light a fire, to turn on the heat. Because when it comes to cold, everyone has the din of a choyle. That's why you can even ask the guy to do an iser de'eraisa. Rav Moshe has a shayla, if a shul has the air conditioner blasting and then it gets cold, so now everyone in the shul is cold. And people might leave shul, or people might get sick from the cold. You're allowed to ask a guy to turn off the air conditioner. However, don't set up the air conditioner to be on and say, Oh, if it gets cold, then I'll just tell a guy to turn it off. You can't set this up. If suddenly it turns cold, you could ask a guy to turn off the AC. However, says the kitzer, if it's not that cold, don't have the guy do this. Shulchan Aruch says that if there are children at home, then you can ask a guy to turn up the heat, even if it's not that cold. Children have the din of a choyle. You're also allow, um, it's also usher to tell the guy to light the fire Shabbos afternoon so that by the time Matzah Shabbos comes around, it'll be warm. This is assuming that it's still somewhat warm from you know, the Friday night fire. Next, it's also to send the guy outside of the tchum to tell someone that their relative died or to tell someone that they are to give a hespid. If someone is dangerously ill and he asks for a relative who's outside the tchum, you could send the guy to fetch that person for the chayla. Next halacha. If a guy brings a Jew a pile of grain, a bag of grain as a means of payment for the loan, for the money that he owes the Jew, the Jew is allowed to give him the key to his silo for the goy to go in there, measure out whatever he owes, and uh, leave it there. The reason for that is because the goy is doing this for himself, to be able to pay off his debt. And the grain which he's delting out is not, it's not the Jews until it's in the silo. The Jews are allowed to stand there to make sure that the goy doesn't cheat him, just make sure that he doesn't speak to him about this transaction. However, if the guy, the guy shows up with the Jew's own grain, that you can't tell the guy, oh, okay, unload it over there into my silo. Even if the guy wants to unload it, you have to make a macha because the guy is doing a malacha for the Jew. Next, halacha. If a guy makes cheese from his own milk and the Jew watches, he wants to make it of Israel, and he's watching it so that he could buy this cheese after Shabbos even though the guy is doing it for the Jew and he wants to sell it to the Jew after Shabbos, that's still mutter. Since this cheese is still the guy's and he's doing it for himself just to make a buck, mutter Shabbos, the Jew is even allowed to tell him, you know, you go about, do your thing, go, go, uh, go work your magic, make the cheese. Even though at the end of the day, the whole plan here is for the Jew to get enough from this cheese making. Again, this has to be done on the guy's own property. There's no issue of a Jew telling a guy to do a malacha when it's not the Jew's property, 
And the guy isn't doing it primarily for the yid. He's doing it for himself, for his business. Next halacha, a guy that buys stuff from a yid. So he already bought it from the Jew and he shows up on Shabbos to pick up his chayra. The Jew can't stop him from taking it. The Jew should stop him from taking it because even though he's taking it for his own benefit, it kind of looks like the Jew told him to take out his stuff, to take out the guy's merchandise. It looks like the Jew sold it to him on Shabbos. But the Tzayach Gadol, the Mishnah says you could be Mako there's a big financial loss or if the guy is going to get violent. Next, Aloha, someone who has a yard site on Shabbos, but he forgot to light a yard site candle. He could tell a guy Ben Hashemashos to light it for him, but not on Shabbos itself. Reb Moshe says that in New York, Ben Hashemashos is not longer than half an hour after Shkia, after sunset. So, Aloha Lamaisa, if someone has his crockpot or his fire which is heating his food for Shabbos goes out within half an hour after Shkia he could ask a guy to relight it then but uh, ask a local orthodox rabbi when to use the skula and have a wonderful day